guys, and welcome back to Inspired with your hosts, Ali and Ella. We are so excited because this is our first ever interview, and this week we are interviewing such an inspirational woman. Let's welcome Carolina Hobson. Woo! I'm so excited for this interview because this is my mom, and she's such a boss lady. Can you start by telling us just a little bit about yourself? Sure, girls. And I'm so proud of you, first of all. What a cool podcast you've come up with. And this is so fun to be your first episode. So a little bit about me. I'm a mom, marketer, salesperson. I just wrote a book and I'm working on a passion project for PTSD awareness. Um, what else do you want to know? So you guide it, Ella. You're you're good at <laughs> you're good at guiding me. So help me out here. Okay, so let's start with um, do you want to tell us a little bit about your career? My career started in sales when I was probably your guys' age, 14 years old. And I've always loved helping people and finding solutions. So I think that's a big part of what is my career is being in sales and marketing. Um, and with that, I've grown, obviously, to different levels. I worked, my first job was selling puppies at a kennel. Did you even That's, know that, Ella? No. And so then cute. I moved to working at a clothing boutique and helping people get ready to go out in the evenings. And then I did shoe sales and makeup sales. And then I moved on to PR. And now I'm in digital marketing and YouTube sales. That's so cool. Okay, that's awesome. Um, so what, okay, can you tell us what is one of the most influential people in your life? So one of the most influential people in my life is my mom, Baba, as you know her, and she is such a hero because she came here as a refugee from Poland and worked really hard to find her just make a better life for all of us. And I would say she is definitely one of the most influential people who's helped me because she always said, believe in everything and don't let anybody squash your dreams. And so she is my inspiration. I love that. And she's my inspiration too. Um, okay. So let's jump right into what was one of your biggest struggles in life? And how did you overcome it? And then what have you learned from that? I think one of my biggest struggles in life is balancing mom life and work. And I don't know. Yeah, okay. You've, you're living it as my daughter. And I don't know that I've overcome it. I think it's just being transparent with you guys and telling you that I struggle and being human. Because I think if I tried to pretend like I had it all together, then you would realize that I don't because you live on the inside. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a, a big struggle is balancing mom life and work life. Yes. Okay. I love that. And um, it, do you have a life motto that you go through? That you like live like, by? Yeah, live by. I think my biggest life model, motto, motto, motto <laughs> is to take action, which you guys are doing. I love that. Like, I will try and fail and try and fail and try and fail. And I don't really care what anybody else thinks. Mm -hmm. So I think that's my biggest life motto. And I feel like that's something a lot of people have a hard time doing because they're scared of what other people are going to think of them. And you just got to go for it. Um, 
what is the most important lesson that you've learned throughout your career? The most important lesson, I think, throughout my career and just life is always be honest and truthful and trust your integrity because then you never have to worry about anything. So you never have to worry about any lies or anything coming out. So I think the biggest lesson is even if it seems like a little lie, it can turn into a big thing. So just always being honest is the biggest lesson. Oh, wow. I love that. Um, We know you just came out with a book. Do you think you could tell us a little bit about your book and the process of that? Yeah, so I just worked on a book, and one of the big things about the book is that it's a marketing tool to help launch my PTSD awareness project. The book is called Thin, Rich, and Happy, and it stands for, Thin is an acronym for Tribe, Health, Intuition, and Network, and that health really spins off onto what is my Thin, Rich, and Happy, which is my passion project, PTSD awareness specifically in first responders. So we all know dad's a fire captain and we've seen a lot of friends who have gone through hard times. And that's just something that's part of what the book has prompted me to do. We hope we have him on here sometime soon too, but um, okay. Um, What is one piece of advice that you would give to somebody starting in maybe like your career, like path? So I think the best advice I ever got, and I didn't understand it till I was older, was find what you love, then find a way to make money at it. Mm-hmm. And it sounds so simple, but there's so many ways to make money in life and creative ways. So find what really it is that you like and love to do, and then find a way to make money around that. So if you like dogs, mm-hmm. find a way to involve dogs. If you like fashion, find a way to invite like involve fashion and then make money after. And if you help people, it will all be for the right purpose. That's awesome. Okay. Um, what motivates you in life and in business? You, your brother <laughs> and your sister and your dad and family. You guys all motivate me so that I can help for you guys to have a better, brighter future than I had. Okay. Well, this is awesome. Okay. So we already touched on this a little bit, but let's talk a little bit about your passion project, PTSD and first responders, and a little bit about what you're doing with that and your passion. Yeah. So Ella, you know, we've been in the fire service and kind of first responder space our whole life. And we've seen a lot of friends who have gone through hard times, divorces, deaths, like sad things. And I think one of the big opportunities and challenges at the same time is helping to raise awareness. So I don't want to try to diagnose or pretend that I'm any kind of doctor specialist, but I want to help raise awareness for PTSD and first responders. There's a lot of awareness in vets and veterans in the military, but there's really not a lot that's done for first responders. And I've seen this too because my dad's first responder. Yeah. And I love that. So, Um, What's your favorite thing about yourself and why? I think my favorite thing about myself is that I'm not afraid to try or do anything by myself 
I'll travel anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. I'll walk into any room. I'll talk to anyone. And I'm not nervous, scared, or or worried about it. So I think, you know, just having the confidence of knowing that in a nice way, I don't care what anyone else thinks of me. And if I'm adding value or purpose, um, I really like that about myself. I love that about you too. Um, okay. So on this, Allie, what's your favorite thing about yourself? Um, I don't really know. <laughs> I am a dancer. So maybe being able to spread like my emotions in a unique way is like pretty cool. So I like that. I get to do that. And okay. I think this is someone that everybody should think about because it's something that everybody's kind of focused on everybody around them and everybody thinks of them, but you should really care about what people, what you think of yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think my favorite or thing about myself is I'm not afraid of what other people think of me. I do stuff that not many other people, that many people are scared about what other people are going to think of them. And I do like that about myself. And I think everybody should think about that. What did their favorite thing about themselves? So if you're listening, you should say one thing that you like about yourself right now. Yes. I love that, girls. You guys are spot on. And both of you have so much confidence and beauty about you. And I love that you guys are inspirational for that. It's a perfect podcast for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. So what's your favorite quote? Well, you got you guys kind of gave me a tea, a hint on some of the questions, so I was looking because I have a lot of favorite quotes. One of my favorite quotes, or Bible verse, or something like or that. Or Bible verse. So I I have a lot of favorite Bible verses that I live by. Um, one of my favorite quotes is by Greg Reed, who wrote the foreword and is one of my mentors. And it's a dream written down. Wait, I'm gonna misquote it, so I need to tell you guys exactly <laughs> what it is because. It's a really good quote, um, a dream written down without a deadline. Hold on, I'm going to tell you guys exactly what it is because I think it's a good quote for you guys. A dream written down with a date becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. A A plan backed by action makes your dreams come true. So having it written down, I think that's really important. Um, But then we were also talking about other quotes. So I feel like there's so many good quotes that I like and live by. I live by, you know, so many Bible verses, Ella, you know, that are so important to me. Like anything without God is impossible. And I'm terrible at re-quoting stuff. So (laughs) don't, don't try to quote me, but I love... Don't quote her on these quotes. Yeah, don't quote me on these quotes. There you go. I'm so funny. <laughs> um, what's so. your favorite like productivity hack or entrepreneur that you could give? So my favorite productivity hack is I hire and outsource everything. Anything that I can do to make my life easier by paying somebody else to do and free up my time is extremely important. And that includes if I can find helpful people to watch the kids. I had a ghostwriter help me write the book. Um, I hire virtual assistants from the Philippines to run my social media. There's all kinds of things that people don't tell you about till you're older. 
But if you can outsource those things to free up your time for the creativity, those yes. are good hacks. And I love that. She's not saying go pay someone to do your homework. But um, <laughs> but if you can find someone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, any teacher to listen to this, just joking. But for kids, just joking too. Um, okay. So let's talk. Oh, how did the pandemic affect you, you working? Or did it affect it at all? Yeah, I feel like there was a lot that it did affect. It was a challenging time because I had just started a new career in sales Mm -hmm. and I was, I'm very relationship based. Um, So I was going to events, traveling, going to trade shows, and then all of a sudden the world shut down. So I had to find a new way to pivot. And one of the things I did was really use social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Um, So that was a big challenge. The other challenge was I'd always worked from home part-time, but I'd never worked from home with kids at home Mm full-time. So we had a lot of challenges of figuring out, you know, our house isn't huge. It's small. So just finding spaces for everybody to have privacy and be able to do their work. And Ella was going to a really challenging school that wouldn't allow her sister to be in the background. And yes. Yes. Do you remember that, Vels? Not the school I'm at right now. No. Not the school I'm at right now. And so I think the pandemic brought on a lot of challenges, but it also brought on a lot of opportunity because I was able to not have any FOMO. You guys know what FOMO stands for? Fear of missing out. Yes. Fear of missing out. So I was able to just dive in and work and sit at the computer all the time. Okay. Um, Such great questions, girls. You can really so <laughs> yeah. prepared. So your social media following and social media presence, Forbes contributing, all of your digital, um, I don't know, digital platforms that you are on are amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about that and your presence online and stuff? Yeah. So all of those are great marketing tools. I think when you're in sales and marketing, you have to be omnipresent. Do you guys know what omnipresent means? Yeah. Like, um, like everywhere. Yeah. So you have to be a part of everywhere. So if, as long if you can have opportunities to write, and that's why I joined the council for Forbes and Newsweek and Fast Company. If you can have an opportunity to share your message or advice or tips or anything with the world and then have that repurposable content, that's really helpful. So Ella, we've talked about this a lot. Social media is a big game. Yes. There's a lot of stuff to it that people know and don't know. Um, And I share it very openly with you just so that you understand and know kind of what it is. And I think it's just, it's another tool that you use for, you know, marketing and sales. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, so this is a little bit off business and stuff, and it could be still on business, but if you could go out and go to dinner with one person, past, present, or, yeah, past or present, because it's going to be hard to go out with someone in the future, because you don't know who that is, but, and just go ha- sit down and have dinner and talk with a person and pick their brain and talk and hear their thoughts on stuff, who would that person be? That's a really tough question, and you didn't warn me with this one to try to think of a good answer. 
I don't know. There's so many great inspirational people who have lived. I love a lot of the freedom fighters. Um, kind of, you know, you're our little freedom fighter in the family. You stood up for what you believed in and we supported you. So I think it would be really cool to sit down with someone like Martin Luther King. Yeah. Right? I agree. And definitely because change the world. Yes. (laughs) Right. And just that takes a lot. Yeah. That takes a lot of courage and character traits, but also like and stuff mm-hmm. yeah and there's a lot of really cool presidents um past presidents like abraham lincoln i i don't know i feel like there's a lot of people i'd like to sit down with but just i like free thinkers in a time where it's really hard to stand up for something and and back to what we talked about not caring what anyone else thinks but just standing up for what you believe in and mm-hmm. being true to that so yes um okay where- so wait I was going to say, Ali, who would it, who would you go sit oh, down? Oh, jeez. Um, I like I really like the president's thing because I feel like I never really thought about it that way until now because like they have so much knowledge and like wise stuff that they would probably say. Um, so maybe I don't know. That is a hard question. Maybe like. Hmm. Yeah, who would you say? Um, (laughs) This is is a hard question, but I agree with my mom. I also think that sitting down with someone like Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks, but also there's wait, who's this? A singer that sing Michael Jackson or some famous singer that that lived through like. They've Somebody that, yeah, that paparazzi had, and fame and stuff. Britney Spears. I Britney Spears. <laughs> I love to sit down with Britney Spears. Right. She's a little, she's a little off right now, but <laughs> still, aren't um, we all? Aren't we all? So, someone like Britney Spears, or um, I would love to do like Ariana Grande, or like Christina Aguilera, or like a child actress or actor, because seeing how, because their life was so much different than than Ella and I's are, and I agree, and just like getting to know their side of like their life would be pretty cool i agree okay oh i have another one okay Okay, go ahead um where do you see yourself in five years from now in five years from now i hope well ella you're gonna be in college bridget will still be at home with us that's our youngest and grant will be kind of in the middle but i think five years from now i mean i want to travel the world So one of my big goals is to just have enough, uh, either a job that's taking me around the world or financial freedom. Yeah. Just to be traveling to places. Yeah. You could, but you want to have it where you don't even have to think about where you're going and you just get to go there. You hop on a flight, you book your favorite hotel and you just get to go and see the world. Exactly. And I think that's awesome. Okay, so I think we're going to bring this to a little bit of a close, but we also we want to ask you, what are the top three books that you'd recommend for everyone to go read right now? Um, Her book is called Thin, Rich, and Happy. Go read that. But three books not written by you that you think everybody should go read. So one of my favorite books, and I think that changed my perspective on a lot of things, is The Four Agreements by... Miguel, 
um, Ruiz. I'm pretty sure that's, yeah. And I loved Three Feet from Gold, another great book. And then one of the other like random just sales books that I really liked was Gap Selling. So all completely different genres, all completely different things, but I highly recommend those. I listened to the Gap Selling in the car with my mom on a road trip, actually. Um, it's If you like sales, it's a good book. And where can all of our listeners list, um, find you on, on like social media platforms? So you can connect. Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's just my name, very transparent, at Carolina Hobson or LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn's my primary method of communication. Yeah, especially for business. And same thing. You just type in my name. It's she's also a Forbes contributor, a Newsweek contributor, and Fast Company. <laughs> so um, that's really cool. I'm proud of you, girls. <laughs> Thank you. This was amazing. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.